Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend Katie watch every single episode and then we talk about them one by one. How you doing, Katie? I am okay. Yeah. I think I'm just going to I'm just going to straight up saying this. We're recording this right after I got off work mm. and it has been a day. Yeah. It's been a day. I won't go into details, but it's been a day. So well, I'm very sorry. <laughs> If I seem tired and or slightly cranky. That's okay. I will I will try and make up for it with my... Uh, How are you doing? I'm sick, so... We're quite a fair today. Yeah, we're doing great. Yes. Overworked and sicky. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to power through this. We're going to make it fun. Yes. Uh, we're going to laugh a lot. Yes. Probably going to yell a lot. We're going to have a lot of spirit. Yes. Like the spirit of Thunder Rock. Woo! Which is today's episode. Are you going to play the pan flute? uh yeah is that what it is it's a i don't know a it's a little it's just like a little flute is pipe. that a, that's not a pan flute i don't know no, a pan, pan flute's flute to the is. side no that's a piccolo <laughs> okay. doesn't matter anyway spirit of thunder rock october 28th 1982 <laughs> Woo. synopsis reads a seismologist takes his family along on a field assignment where they are threatened by impending earthquakes of which only the hobo appears to be fully aware <gasps> This is this is a three-parter. Yes, should should have stated this is Spirit of Thunder Rock Part One. One of three. One of three. This is the first time we've ever had a three-parter. It is. It's a very ambitious kind of thing for the hobo to do. Yeah. Well, they're written by Christine Foster. I was very excited about that fact. So if anybody can do it, it is her. Yes. (laughs) We're we're gonna right now. Full disclaimer. Katie and I have watched all three of these episodes already. We have. We watched them all in a row, and we are going to record all three episodes, analyzing all three episodes in a row. Yes. So if we start, if you're following along at home, <laughs> yeah. and you've got everything down, and you know what everything happens, and we mess something up about the order, we apologize. I'm sick. She's overworked. <laughs> <laughs> all three episodes just blur together. They really, really do. don't remember where one ends and one starts. Yeah, it's kind of so, tough. Uh, yes. So have well, have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's dive right let's in. Let's go. Let's jump in. We're gonna start off in a lovely meadow. Yay! Like we always do. <laughs> um, and we start off with the sounds of a a gentle flute. <laughs> Just a lovely little pipe playing. Yeah. Very tranquil. I guess it's more of a pipe than a flute. You're right. It's. It looks like a plastic school recorder, to, it does. to be brutally honest. It really does. That maybe they've done a little bit of work on to make look slightly wooden. Yeah, they like, they, they <laughs> like melted the bottom down a bit with <laughs> yeah. a lighter and then painted it. Maybe did a little paper mache on it, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and the person playing this uh, clearly is not playing this. Like, no. She doesn't know how to play a pipe. Not a clue. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't think it has to be functional. It could be... Just look pretty. Yeah, it just has to look good, really. Yeah. It's a model pipe. Like yeah, model. it's like <laughs> this is not a pipe. <laughs> yeah. It's like the little French. Yeah. What is that? Cinepal pipe. Mm-hmm. The pipe. Magritte, right? Pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, really, really postmodern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but would hobo rolls on in beautiful meadow. Yeah. Flute playing, yes. pipe playing. And then somebody starts shaking the flowers around them. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, some intern shaking some trees. Yep. Because <laughs> it's literally, it's just like somebody with some branches, like shaking their heart out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the camera doing a little shaky work. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of um, 
this Star Trek school of, That's of people <laughs> running around and falling while things the camera shakes. Yeah, but then there's something suspiciously like still. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's a glass of water. Yeah. It's not moving. Just hmm, that's odd. <laughs> um, we're on a full-on earthquake. Yes, earthquake. Uh, I was very excited that this started with an earthquake. Yeah. I was like, that's a great start. Good, great. It's very dramatic. You can go many places. Yep. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, it actually is a pretty nice effect because they've like sort of dubbed in these crickets and the crickets yeah. stop when the earthquake mm-hmm. starts and then like maybe about five seconds after the earthquake finishes, the crickets start again. I'm like, ah, oh, it's clever editing. Nice little bit of sound design. Yeah, good <laughs> job. Hmm. We're going to move to a clearing where we meet Marty. Yes. Who is played by Megan Follows. Yes, Anne of Green Gables. Yeah, um, <laughs> I actually didn't recognize her. I thought she was a boy. She looks very tomboy. Like she's got the tomboy haircut. She is not a redhead in this. No. I was very, just like, unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Follows. You're Anne of Green Gables. Your hair must be red. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I demand fellow... somebody go back and when they color, restore the littlest hobo and put it on Blu-ray. Red hair. Red hair. Uh, fellow ginger here just unacceptable i feel so betrayed don't cover it up no why would you people pay good money for that color it's true they do and it fades the fastest of all colors that is very true yes (laughs) you know your ginger facts i do i had i had ginger hair once (laughs) really i did actually i want to see a photo of that oh it's about as long as your hair is now and it is very ginger my hair is just past my shoulders so yeah except (laughs) i had more volume (laughs) I have a I have very, very thick vol- hair and it, it did like voluminous. a like you know when it comes down and then it either decides to curl in or curl out depending <laughs> yeah. on the day. Yep. And that's that's what it did. It was like very well. thick, very full. It's uh like maybe four or five years of my life I think I had hair of that length. And I, I figure I'm not embarrassed by that. No. Those are the, those are the photos I'm gonna look back at when I'm like 80 and I'm bald and I'm gonna be like, oh those were good times. <laughs> look at all that hair. <laughs> yeah, but I do remember like I must have been like 15 or 16 and I was like, can you dye my hair red? And like my hair is brown now, like a medium brown. And they're like, well, we can, like it won't really show up that well. And then just over the course of like two years, my hair got lighter and lighter (laughs) and lighter to the point when it was, yeah, it was straight up, straight up red. I became a ginger. (laughs) It's the best time of your life. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It was all right, I guess. You were a ginger. (laughs) It was a ginger, <laughs> unlike Megan Follows. <laughs> she is not. And she does, yes, look very much like a boy. Yes. And she has a name like Marty. Yes. So. She is there with Tony. Yes. That's his name, right? I, I very uh, The only person's name I actually bothered to remember was Marty. Okay. So, sure, Tony, her dad, right? Tony is her dad, <laughs> yeah. and Tony is actually her real dad in real yes. life. I saw that come up in the credits, and I was like, oh, they have the same last name. Yes. Let's Google this. This is Ted Follows. <laughs> yes. Who? I don't know. Ted follows, follows who? who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> who do you follow? <laughs> who do you follow on Twitter? Oh, boy. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry right. Overworked. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's funny about Ted is that I actually thought his name was Ted in the story. <laughs> so in my notes, his name was Ted all the way through till okay. the end when somebody said, Tony! And I was like, oh, it's Tony. So I went back and auto-corrected. So if I say Ted by accident, I apologize. Ted Tony. Tony Ted. Tony Ted. Yeah. <laughs> um. They have a Richter scale, yes. and they're kind of marveling over it. And we really we learned that the tremor that just came through is a magnitude three. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a good quake. It's not you crazy. feel it, but you're not in much danger. Yeah, mm-hmm. Marty lets slip the line. No wonder the Indians called it Thunder Rock. Oh, no wonder the Indians called this Thunder Rock. 
Uh, yep, she sure did. Yeah. The 80s. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll come back around to this. We'll circle this, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, God. I thought you were going to say, we'll circle this wagon. And I was like, oh, Katie, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would not say that. <laughs> yeah, me either. Uh, Tony is writing a survey. <laughs> Tony's Tony's writing a survey report. Yep. Uh, we find out because the government wants to know if this place is safe. Yes, he brings his kid to a potentially unsafe <laughs> seismic location. Like, yeah, it's take your kid to work, work day. day. Yeah, I don't know any seismologists, but I feel like there's probably a code about bringing your family to like potentially dangerous seismic activity locations. I like, you know, it depends on how much you like the kid. That's true. All I can think of is Steve Irwin feeding those alligators with his kid <laughs> in his arms. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to trust anyone to feed alligators with a kid in his arms, it's Steve Irwin. It absolutely would but be. But also probably not. <laughs> but maybe wise choice not to. Just put the kid aside. Right? Just I'm sure they have like a bouncy basket or something nearby. Oh, he's fine. He's, you're going to be two minutes. <laughs> right. It's an alligator. You throw it a big chunk of meat. You throw it a chicken. He's fine. And then he's you're happy. like, yeah, he ate it. And then you leave. You know, you just set your kid, leave your kid in the car. Just hand him to someone. <laughs> yeah, anyone. That's not an alligator. <laughs> right. Just, but I can go. I'm sure the, the kids are seem fine so yeah oh yeah they, they're great <laughs> hobo shows up and uh he starts barking and apparently that causes another earthquake <laughs> the hobo has magical powers didn't you know yeah you could you <laughs> could do earthquakes now yeah it's one of his special abilities i'm what sure that's he? that's definitely a D thing Absolutely. that i don't know about i was gonna say there must be something like that where's paul when you need him <laughs> just we'll just like leave it blank and fill it in yeah yeah paul message in <laughs> yeah and cool. There we go. Great. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we get another one. Uh, but when this one's happening, a tree branch above Marty decides to just suddenly give way. Just cracks right off. So Hobo runs over and knocks her out of the way, and the branch <laughs> falls where she was, more yeah. or less. The earthquake kind of stops. Uh, Marty thanks Hobo, and Tony kind of like, he's looking at his Richter scale, <laughs> and he looks up, and he's like, whoa, oh, there's a dog a there. Dog. Yeah. He actually has a very reasonable response to there being a dog in the wild and telling her to get away from the dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, don't don't get too close. He could be wild. And Marty's like, you know what he could be? <laughs> Tony uh, replies, he's not an Indian, Marty. <laughs> not an Indian, Marty. No, an Indian spirit. Apparently, this is something she does with everything, because <laughs> the way he says it is like, "Jesus, not again, not again, <laughs> not everything." The dog's not, not an a- Indian. That cat's not an Indian. <laughs> yeah. The squirrel, not an Indian. <laughs> None of them are Indians <laughs> except for the motorcycle. That's <laughs> an Indian. <laughs> That's it, Marty. That's no, it. get on. Let's ride. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> these, these earthquakes are getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're getting out of here. Yeah. Episode done. Done. <laughs> um, so. Marty thinks Hobo is the spirit of Thunder Rock. Yes, whatever the heck that means. I think she means an Indian spirit. Yes. Like, is there a person named Thunder Rock, or is he the spirit of the actual area they are? Like, Marty, what are you thinking? Never even thought of that. I just assumed (laughs) that she thought he was a native (laughs) reincarnated in a dog. I guess so. Like Mr. McGibbons? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> more believable more, yeah, that's right. um, also more acceptable hobo hobo goes over and digs up an arrowhead marty finds it apparently arrowheads are everywhere Just i've never found one in my entire life never and i have been to arrowhead provincial park many times yeah. you're gonna find one that <laughs> would be where it is yeah. <laughs> the name is a lie 
All I found were shafts. It's <laughs> just arrow shafts everywhere, not a single head. I demand my entrance fee back. That's right. She called us arrow shaft provincial park. You keep getting shafted every time you come here. Also, your park rangers suck. There's no firewood anywhere. Has that been an issue? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was like, is this coming from a real place? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I've been to Arrowhead. Uh, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, I recommend. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, it's kind of, I, I have here, for whatever reason, I just thought it was funny. When Marty like sits down to look at the Arrowhead, they put in like an audible boomf. Pretty soon you'll be able to start your own tribe. Just think, if these tremors keep up. I could find another one of these. Yeah, I noticed that. I strange. Like, that is a very strange effect. To she add. weighs like 80 pounds. Oh, yeah, soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't understand. No. <laughs> weird weird bit of foley to, to put in there. Marty just casually asks her dad, Tony, is there anyone who lives around here? You know, we should warn about these earthquakes. Tony's like, nope, nobody lives here. And then the camera kind of pans up and <laughs> there's smoke <laughs> 80 feet away. <laughs> How could they ever miss that? That must not be... Okay, that wouldn't be the first time this person we're going to see later has set a fire. Oh, yeah. The smoke is very visible. It's Yeah. How how have they missed, I, have I they missed it? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Tony says the government bought the land, so there's no one in 50 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hobo decides he's going to take off and Tony and Marty kind of... They're, they're going to go check their other Richter scales... Because uh, they have three others, I think. Yeah, they've got a few others around. Trying to centralize where the earthquake is starting. Um, and Tony kind of explains that like animals sometimes can sense earthquakes before mm. we can. Cool. Yep. Thanks. Fun fact. <laughs> We're going to spend a lot of time in clearings in, in the forest. So. Yes. Be very comfortable. Like three episodes. Yeah. Three episodes of this are coming. Yes. Just. <laughs> so in a different clearing, Hobo <laughs> finds a man. He does. He's stacking lumber. <laughs> yeah, he's got a tent, and he's clearly been there for a while. Yeah, he's camped he's, out. Yeah, he's living there. Yeah, um, and because it's the littlest hobo, the camera pans and zooms in <laughs> on a hunting rifle. Ah, he means he's evil. evil. We know he's evil. <laughs> he's got a gun. <laughs> hunting rifle, evil. Absolutely. That Definitely not used for shooting game. No, To feed yourself, yourself and perhaps yeah. your family. Mm-hmm. Never. Or make a living. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> gun bad. <laughs> Bad gun. Bad gun. Bad gun? (laughs) It's a bad gun alert. (laughs) Look out. (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. When we make make bad gun and we do a music video, we have to do a music video. Oh, we absolutely have to. We'll have to get every shot of a gun in a little hobo (laughs) and put it in. Yes. And really highlight the one of the hobo with the gun in his mouth. Yeah. That's such a good shot. It is a really good shot. It's in the opening credits. (laughs) It is. You get to see it all the time. Except when I skip through the credits. All right. (laughs) Now, brace yourself, because we're going from that clearing to another clearing. <gasps> so many clearings. Tony and Marty are at another Richter scale. They find that the intensity is the same at the other meter. Mm. So they're like, yeah, all right, not going to find yeah. anything out here. But before they can get anything else done, they hear some honking. <laughs> yes. And it's not a wild goose. It's a car. <laughs> it is a car. I love that right after he says no one within 50 miles, we get like eight people. <laughs> it introduced everybody we're going to see. Yeah. Literally everyone we're going to have for the yeah. next three episodes. episodes. Yeah. yeah. Shows up. Yeah. Marty goes, oh, what are they doing here? <laughs> so it's clearly family or someone they know. Yeah. We go to a cabin and yeah, the whole damn family the shows up. The whole family's there. It's uh, mom and Three other kids, right? Yes. I've yeah. written them all down. Okay. So Erica is the prissy one. Yes. 
Uh, she's the eldest. Yep. I think. I think so. Uh, Stephanie is the bookworm. Yes. Who comes in with a book on murder. Yeah, she's a fan of the murder true, fiction, true yeah. crime. Uh, Lewis is like a cool dude. Yeah. Older brother, clearly. Doesn't want to be there. He's too cool for this. Yeah. And then mom is Lois. Yes. There you go. That's <laughs> that's everyone. That's the fam. Yep. Marty and Tony. <laughs> that's um, the plan. They, uh, they roll up or they walk in and one of them comments about like, oh, they got the Jeep up here. Why couldn't we do it? And somebody's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's got four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Good to know because there's a Jeep <laughs> by that cabin. That means that Tony, like a sensible person, has been maintaining the road so that he can get out <laughs> in case anything happens. He's like, if there's an emergency, I should probably be able to leave. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> if my wife, who's uh, nine months pregnant, <laughs> needs a hospital. We can get to one. We can get to one. Not quickly, but we can get to we one. We can get to one. <laughs> um, anyways. Smart man, Tony. Yeah. Everybody says hi to each other. I wrote down, please stop kissing everyone on the lips because they're all kissing each other on the lips. It's a very European family thing to do. And some of these some of these kids are actually related. Like there's, I think at least one more, if not two more follows in I, this group. Yes. Which means that, okay, maybe that's how like Megan and Ted and yeah. these other kids greet each other. But that means that one of those kids is not <laughs> yes. and they're getting kissed on the lips too. <laughs> You're coming into the family. It's like, you just got to roll with it, man. You got to, we do, we always do this. <laughs> this is how we do. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I don't, I don't know about this. It is a super European thing to do. In Europe, it's very common to like kiss family members on the lips. I don't, I don't like that. In the West, uh, not in the West, but like in Canada, <laughs> less so. Yeah. We're not very touchy, even with family. <laughs> Unless it's cold and we huddle together for warmth. <laughs> warmth exactly. In the hockey rink. <laughs> yeah. Tim Hortons in hand. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. 200 people in a hockey rink. That's how we keep warm. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of skate on the spot, <laughs> rub jerseys, <laughs> stamp our feet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get in a fist fight. <laughs> Exactly. Make up, become best friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Canada life for you. That's it. <laughs> um, all right. We're going back to the, I've called him bad scary man. I don't know. What I called actual... him creepy man through the whole, all three of my notes. Like, okay. All three episodes. So let's, let's call him bad creepy man. Bad creepy man. He bad has a name, man. but they don't give it to him until like episode three. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bad creepy man is drinking some coffee. He is, and he literally watches as the hobo walks in, <laughs> yeah, knocks didn't... over his tent, and steals a tent peg. He does nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. What's in that coffee? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just coffee. No, <laughs> he is something more in there. It's like horse tranks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some he... Valium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Just crushed up in there. Just a little, <laughs> little sprinkle. <laughs> yeah. He yells at Hobo. He's like, it's not enough. You move into my cabin. Now you got to break my tent. Yeah. So clearly the cabin that that family is in used to be his. Yeah. And he's very upset about it. Yes. Somehow um, he's ended up living on a tent, in a tent. Yeah. In a clearing. Well, now that the tent's down, he'll literally be living on the tent. <laughs> yeah. He's going to roll himself in <laughs> it like a big sausage. Yeah. He's like, I give up. <laughs> in the cabin. We're jumping around a lot. I apologize. Lot. But this mm-hmm. this episode does jump around a lot. Yes. Back in the cabin um tony and louise are having coffee uh erica's like where's the bathroom at and marty's like oh there's <laughs> one bush for women and one bush for men uh-huh. hey funny. you're funny marty <laughs> marty's like okay fine i'll show you where the bathroom is uh, follow yeah. me tony asks louise if they all came willingly and she's like of course <laughs> they did yeah absolutely which, these teenagers wanted to be here <laughs> yeah it's like a long weekend yeah 
Uh, Lewis replies, I'm missing a War and Peace concert. I looked it up. There is no such band as War and Peace. I was gonna Shut th- up, Lewis. You don't know what you're talking about. No, War and Peace, the banjo band that he's going to be listening to soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just a little light spoiler there. He's going to put on some music on yep. his headphones. His Incredible. Banjo music. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty sweet. Lewis is a cool dude. Yeah, he's a cool banjo head. Um, so... Hobo arrives and he like looks into the family car, which is away from the cabin a ways. He drops the tent peg there. This will never come up again ever. No, the tent peg has no significance. Yes. Whatsoever. Which just means the hobo knocked that guy's tent over for fun. <laughs> Honestly, because there's no reason he needed to destroy that man's tent. No. Was he trying to tell them that there was a person in the woods? That's there are many other ways for hobo to do that yeah and like <laughs> stealing a tent peg would be a good way you drop it off and yeah it's just like oh a tent peg somebody's got a tent around here he doesn't though he just leaves it by the car <laughs> yeah. no one ever finds it and he just gives up on it <laughs> yeah he's like all right well that didn't work <laughs> yeah i yeah i don't <laughs> it's know very strange this car by the way is a 1971 amc matador it looked like the car do you remember the girl who got locked in the freezer yeah that episode a few back she stole a car this oh, looks yeah. like that car I don't is, know if it is. I don't know. But it looks very similar. Well, Michael let us know. Michael let us know. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a cool car, though. Matador. Matador. Uh-huh. Apparently the company that made it no longer exists. Well, that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis, yeah. Lewis, is, this is where we cut back. <laughs> yeah. And Lewis is like, he's sitting outside. He's got his Walkman, his headphones, and he's listening to like the banjo equivalent of Crimson Cross. <laughs> exactly. It's so strange because we've talked about this. They've had a random band, just probably some local friends that they know who play music on the show. But there's been two episodes this season with teenagers listening to banjo music. <laughs> Maybe that's what Christine Foster thinks. <laughs> that's what the teenagers, teenagers listen to? to. All the cool kids. <laughs> All the cool kids listen to banjo, banjo music. Because, man, this is not what I pictured Lewis listening to. Me either. I thought like... <laughs> the some, 80s. Like, like hair metal, yeah. maybe? Like some T-Rex or some white snake? <laughs> One of those bands that had one hit each. Flock of Seagulls. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he would be a Flock of Seagulls kind of guy. Yeah. (laughs) He's got some pretty rad hair. His hair is pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Tony comes on out with Marty and her mom and and the sister, the prissy sister, uh, whose name I've already forgotten. Uh, Erica, that's her name. (laughs) They want to go to the beach. Tony's like, "Uh, Marty, show them where the beach are. Show them where the beach are. Yeah, show them where the beach are, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) and uh so she's like oh, i don't really want to and he's like yeah get out of here do that uh whatever you do though stay on the trail stay off the bluffs and stay out in the open if there's an earthquake sound advice yeah great advice. perfect sense mm-hmm. uh inside the cabin stephanie who's the bookworm daughter is reading a book called the murderer had no face did you look it up it did not did you i did okay not a real book <laughs> oh i know a great title yeah sweet title <laughs> absolutely also stephanie is me at summer camp oh, yeah. i was the kid in the cabin with a book and yep. like a pile of snacks <laughs> yeah she's she's doing this thing where she's reading it she's like oh uh, 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 and then she eats a chip <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, i appreciate <laughs> we're going to the beach mm-hmm Mom's got like a super wicked surfer towel. Do you I see know. that thing? Yes. It's that amazing. Is cr- incredible towel. I thought it was a silver surfer, but it's just like a rad surfer dude. <laughs> just like a man. Surfer man. Just, just hanging 10, man. Yeah. Just, just Other surfer lingo. Catching the waves, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
We're doing the pinky finger thing, but I was gonna say you can't really tell on a podcast. It. I got, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> her and her daughter are like they're having a blast. They're having a good time. It's a little cold on this beach, but they're yeah. like going with it, having uh, fun. Marty can't stand it. She is not happy. She's like, "How dare you have fun?" <laughs> right? How you frolic on a beach? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so. so she immediately beelines it for the bluffs. Yeah, exactly what her dad said not to do. Yep. And as the person who's been around seismic activity the most that we know of, yep. should be should smarter know. then. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nah, right to it. Uh, Hobo watches her from afar, and Tony like speaks in his head about staying off the bluffs. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, <laughs> all I can think of was like, you got the wrong one, Tony. Like you're supposed to be like psychically talking to your daughter the dog the dog's the wrong target man <laughs> yeah hobo don't care yeah stay off the bluffs <laughs> woof, woof. oh i'm sorry You're... marty stay <laughs> off the bluffs <laughs> ah, get out of my head <laughs> dad told you not to so i know you're the one eating all the chips <laughs> you and stephanie how dare you <laughs> you jerks <laughs> they're expensive <laughs> Coming out of your allowance. Those are those <laughs> kettle boiled, oh, whatever the kettle. they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gourmet chips. chips. Yeah. Very fancy. Yep. Look like real potatoes. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> I like my Crazy. chips made out of like 8,000 potato leftovers. <laughs> right. Just so processed that I have no idea what they were before. <laughs> I have, I have, yeah. I literally have no clue. This could be sawdust. <laughs> yeah. Some cardboard in there. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit of newspaper. <laughs> Sometimes I catch the occasional letter. Yeah, little ketchup uh, seasoning on top. Yep, you got it. Ketchup <laughs> chips. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So happy to be Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, Louise and Erica find some neat driftwood. They do. There's tons of driftwood on this beach. They found the coolest one. Yeah. They want to turn it. it into a table. Very cool. It's also very large. It's huge. Yeah. Massive. Massive. But sure, people make good money doing that, so why not? Back to the cabin. <laughs> it looks like there's a hunter that's going to shoot Lewis. Yes. But it's a psych out. It's just Tony lining up his scope. Yeah. He's very just excited to... for a second. I know, right? Like, ooh, this took a turn. Yeah. Like maybe the A-team from that episode came back. You know the guy <laughs> who like, slit throats? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No. The no whole of the cabin's in the middle of a war game. <laughs> yeah. It's going to blow up in a second. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That would be so cool. Um, <sighs> no, that doesn't happen. Stephanie's inside. She hears a noise, so she puts down her murderer book. Yeah. And she, like, goes over to the windows. She pulls the curtain aside. Oh and actually, for once, there is scary, creepy man. It's just, like, an actual face in the window. Yeah. And that is the most terrifying thing. It is terrifying, and justifiably, she screams. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that would be... That's, like, my nightmare, is, like, being at home and, like, looking out the window and seeing a face. A face up against the glass. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, she screams. <laughs> yeah. Right here, they also put in some very, very Jaws-like music. Yes. <laughs> Come on. It was close enough that I was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm going to have to pay for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, uh, I mean, I know Jaws is just like two notes, but. Eh. It's it's very well. I think it's even the flourishes are kind yeah. of Jaws-esque. Definitely the vibe they're going for. Yeah. Tony and Lewis come on in and they comfort her. She's freaking out. Uh, she kind of elaborates on the story too. She's like, I saw his face and it was half wax and then it melted. It's like Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons. <laughs> 
He was like, I saw the principal and they were in the closet and they made a baby and then the baby smiled at me. It's like, it's just where the story gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, Lewis finds the book she's been reading. Yes. And then he like, he mansplains to her why she's being so stupid. Ah, uh, yes. He's like, ah, oh, you just been reading this book too much. You're a dumb girl. Yep. Your imagination. He oh. says, why don't you put your imagination to work on making everyone some lunch? Oh, Lewis is a great man. Yeah. Husband material just right there. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Out on the bluffs, Hobo hears the flute. Yes. Because it's the only thing Marty knows how to play. Yes. And the same song. She only knows one song. How about some Jethro Tull, Marty? <laughs> right? Something. You Just do... a little like jazzy flute situation. Yeah, a little jazz flute. <laughs> little Duke Silver. Mr. Burgundy, would you um, play us the yeah. jazz flute? <laughs> oh, I didn't really come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Learn something else. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a lot of time. Yeah. So. Hot crust buns, please. <laughs> Marty has found a cave. Yes. And she has made the world's tiniest fire. I don't even know how that thing is burning. It's so, it's like two twigs. <laughs> yeah. And it's like got such a huge flame. It's, yeah. it's clearly, okay, first of all, right off the bat, this is clearly a set. Yes. That's clearly a gas fire. Yes. Because it's way too big. I've started a lot of fires in my life. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. No way that, that that is a fire. No. Someone started in the woods. No. With, no. Marty thinks this cave might have been a sacred place. Yep. When the Indians lived here. Yep. Sure does. Yay. <laughs> we, and we should say, every now and then there's some like vaguely tribal background music yeah. playing. Yeah. It's like some drums. It's like, ah. Oh. They're oh. tiptoeing around it. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing it well, but they are tiptoeing around yes. most things. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're not going to commit, but it's there. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Maybe it was a sacred place when the Indians I mean, lived there. I mean, they built the set. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if they went out of their way to build a fully functional cave set, I mean, it's probably pretty special. I was going to say, that'd be very sacred. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, Hobo comes on in, and she's like, oh, I won't disturb anything. She spots a bat. <laughs> and she like, She's like, no, go back to sleep, bat. It isn't actually a bat, though. Nope. It's just the shadow of a bat. <laughs> yeah. So it's clearly like a bat puppet. Yeah. And they've just pushed it a little bit and then got out of frame so it could wiggle back and forth. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. It was, yeah. That was, like, that was good. <laughs> um, we're going to go back to the beach for a second. Yeah. Uh, that driftwood that they were like. They were so engrossed in that driftwood. They just missed. <laughs> it stole mom's stuff. <laughs> the, the whole tide situation. Or whatever I don't think happened. there's a tide. What, They're what at a lake. Happened? Yeah. I couldn't really fathom like. All of a sudden, their junk, like their stuff, was in the water. It's. I'm telling you, the driftwood's alive. <laughs> yeah, it the is. It's movie? the spirit of Thunder Rock. Right. It's like you thought it was the dog. <laughs> you were gonna make a coffee table out of me, huh, bitch? I'll take your stuff. I'll make a coffee table out of you. <laughs> it's gonna creep up on her. <laughs> yeah. At night, it'll yeah. be the thing in the window. They'll right. peel back the window. It won't be a face. It'll be the driftwood. And they'll freak out a little and be like, "Oh, it's just a tree." Oh yeah. Until it busts through the window. <laughs> Yeah, drag him out. <laughs> Have you seen Treevenge? No, but you've told me about okay. it. I recommend, highly recommend Treevenge <laughs> to everybody. It's Canadian. It's, uh, it is a horror movie. It's got a little bit of body horror in it, so heads up. But it's very, very, very funny. <laughs> I think the title should really uh, clue you in. a lot. <laughs> it's, I think, 
I just saw it for the first time this past like Christmas season. <laughs> I think it's going to become a Christmas tradition to watch this every year. I love Treevenge. It it's sounds so amazing. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. I'll Twitter a link. <laughs> um, Hobo goes on out because Erica's too much of a a wimp to go get the it. Water the water's too, too cold. cold. So Hobo goes out. He rescues mom's bag from the driftwood. Yeah. The driftwood uh, puts his name down on a list. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I'll find you. You do. <laughs> um, you peed on me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember you. <laughs> I was only a sapling then. Right. You marked me like I was your territory. <laughs> now I am a man. <laughs> um, so Hobo's won some lifelong fans. Because he saved a bag. Yep, they are now on board with this dog. And then suddenly the birds start to freak out. <gasps> they all lift into the air and like go bananas. Yeah. What could be happening? Minerva's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Because <laughs> 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 Minerva. It's just like a bird rave. Yes, right. <laughs> 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 they got little glow sticks. <laughs> oh, and then an earthquake comes. <laughs> Oh, that'd be the best rave. I can't actually, it'd probably be even the best or the worst rave. <laughs> One or the I other. I cannot imagine what it would be like to be in a rave <laughs> like at, at like 12.30, 1pm, like 1 in the morning yeah. when things are like absolute like peak, peak and then an earthquake happens. Yeah. Either you are going to have the time of your life or you are going to have the worst time of your life. A bunch of people are on like Molly and MTMA. Oh, absolutely. Just like, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> Feels like the year of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> The fire alarm's going off. <laughs> you know that has happened to somebody. Oh, absolutely. To people. I would be very curious to know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> um, all right. Back in the cave. Yeah. Marty's digging away. And oh boy, it's an earthquake. <gasps> Wouldn't you know it? Mm-hmm. Tony elsewhere says it's a magnitude four. So they're getting stronger. Yeah. Okay. The girls freak out a little bit on the beach. Yep. Um, <laughs> this is by far the best shot. <laughs> In all three episodes. I'll I'll put it out right now. It is okay. the best shot in all three episodes. It's the girls freaking out on the beach. <laughs> yep. A massive whip pan. And there is scary creepy man <laughs> yeah. standing up on a bluff looking at them. <laughs> yeah. And he's got his gun. And he says, a few more of those tremors and I might have that cabin all to myself again. A few more of them tremors, I might have that cabin to myself again. It is the most bizarre <laughs> shot in line delivery. It makes no sense. None. It looks like the tail end of like a Smokey the Bear commercial <laughs> where like you get like the yeah. fire and animals running and then it whip pans over to Smokey. He's, he's like, only you can prevent forest fires. It's the same thing. It's just weird. So strange. He's, he's watching two women on the beach with his gun. During an earthquake. During an earthquake. You have nothing better to do during an earthquake. <laughs> like get on the ground, man. I mean- I guess you're out in the open, yeah, but you're but awful close to the end of that cliff. I was going to say, those bluffs could be very unstable. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, just a masterpiece. Yeah. Worth mm-hmm. the price of admission right there. 100%. Um, Tony, in the clearing, says uh, a major event is coming, so he wants everybody out, including Marty. Yep. Marty, though, is um, just coming out of the cave. She's outside of the cave because Hobo made her get out because yeah. the earthquake. Mm-hmm. She left her arrowheads in the cave, so she goes in to get them. <sighs> this is this is the strangest part of the this episode. This makes no sense. Because she starts to... Uh, she doesn't, she's not speaking. Nope. She's just like not monologuing. She's just dubbing over yeah. her thoughts. 
which is very strange. Very. And the music is that weird tokusatsu music that we first got when we had like the wolf bounty yeah. episode. So it's like this weird like music and then it's her talking like thinking her thoughts in her head yeah and then suddenly this big pile of bones ah, it's like we're in a whole different episode yeah like very all much of a sudden so. we're in the goonies yeah <laughs> but with voiceover so blade runner i don't know yeah it's- <laughs> well yeah i mean the, depending on the blade runner you watch That's true because the original tradition. cut didn't have any voiceovers that's fair. You got to watch the director's <laughs> cut, Katie. It's the best one. Sorry. God. Got to watch all 10. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or just watch Blade Runner 2049. Much better. It's a better film. Absolutely. And I will go on record to say everybody would come at me on this. Blade Runner 2049, better than the original Blade Runner. Very much relying on it. You have to see it. <laughs> yeah. But a better movie. In the same way that Terminator 2 is better than Terminator. I'll back I'll you up. I'll fight on this. you on this. <laughs> Don't fight me. I'll back you up. <laughs> okay. I saw. I'm on board. <laughs> I've seen Blade Runner twice, mm-hmm. and I've seen Blade Runner 2049 three times, twice in the theater. Anyways, <laughs> there's also a sword. Oh, yes. There's bones and a sword. The sword is really well preserved. Like, it's, it's still shiny. I know. It's not even like rusty or covered in like crusted dirt. Nope. I mean, it's been buried. Yeah. <laughs> for how long? Um, Who knows? But Marty makes it. Uh, disastrous mistake here yes she takes the helmet off of the ah she the does skeleton yes. and it's a snake ah. oh straight up danger noodle coming at you danger noodle. yeah that's what they're called danger noodles never heard that no but i love it so much just a little snack i'll snack a snack a little stick ah, snick. um marty's like wow <laughs> this is a rattlesnake yes and it's hobo versus snake ah, what's but gonna we- happen we don't know because it's going to happen next episode. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. To be continued. And we even get like a on next week's episode. Yeah, I skipped that because I didn't want to know. Me too. I was yeah. like, meh, I'm, yeah. I'm about to watch it. So <laughs> I did. I didn't think about it though when it stopped. And because we had that tokusatsu music, like that crazy <laughs> Japanese music, all I could picture was Hobo like grabbing the snake in his mouth, throwing it off a cliff, and then the snake explodes. Because <laughs> that's what always happens when something gets thrown off a cliff. Absolutely. Yep. Instant explosion. Every time you watch like <laughs> Super Sentai or Kinkaida or any of those yeah. like old Japanese martial arts films, anytime something gets thrown <laughs> off a cliff, they immediately explode. <laughs> Just there's something about the like biological system and cliffs yes yeah <laughs> it's not what's getting thrown no. it could be a snake could be a person could be a Doesn't rock matter it's the cliff <laughs> yeah the cliff does it it's like got bog gas under <laughs> it or something oh that's what the fire is in the cave oh, yeah. we solved it <laughs> we cracked the case knew it yeah <laughs> high five <laughs> well done <laughs> all right hobo harm Oh, I just said one. For the bluffs? Yeah. Yeah, they make I'm, him run down the bluffs. It looks kind of hard on his hips. I was going to say, I feel like that'd be a little tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's so not awful. No. I agree. So one. Yeah. We're, I think we talked about this off. We did. Pod. Yes. Um, I think we're only going to do one hobo fight for all three episodes because we're not getting any more characters, yeah, folks. these are it. Yes. Uh, so. Do you want to do a hobo fight now or do you want to do a hobo fight at the end? I think at the end. Okay, at the Third end. episode, you'll get our hobo fight. Okay, uh, perfect. But I do have a song lyric for Bad Gun. Oh, perfect. Yeah, lay it on me. So, um, why couldn't we live in California? Nice. <laughs> That's my song lyric. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Mine is, there's no one around but us. I would have seen him. <laughs> Ooh. I just I like I I know it's not a great line, but I think we should have some utility lines. Yeah, in there. that you could just kind of shove in anywhere. I get the feeling bad gun is about a bank robbery or a <laughs> robbery of some sort. The way we've been choosing lines definitely has some sort of criminal element to yes, it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> For so sure. I think I'm gonna start scooping some like 
it's just like filler yeah paste lines like glue lines to hold the whole thing together yeah I so think. it makes some kind of sense seems reasonable all right are you are you ready for next week's episode <sighs> let's see what part two is gonna bring yeah next week spirit of thunder rock part two Ooh. synopsis reads the quakes continue to imperil and the now separated members of the family and an armed poacher who prefers his privacy only adds to the danger <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. very excited to yeah. talk about this Awesome. Okay. okay. Well, until we meet again, fellow hobos, hop on that train. I'll see you at the next stop. We'll see you at the next stop. Not just me. <laughs> no, I'm being Katie's going to be there too. I know she wants to go home. <laughs> Can't get off this train. I messed up the last sign off too when I called everybody little oh, little hobos. Yes, you did. Look, I forgot about that. Oh, I love little hobos. Little hobos. Hey, little hobos. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see you at the next we're stop. We're on the train and we'll be at the next, next stop. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>